Now rocking with the best. Only two things can get you through this, man. Patience and persistence. Work harder than everyone. Be patient and just know that if you're gonna do something on your own, you're gonna have to feel some pain. You're only the boss if you put up your own money. If you don't put up your own money, I don't care how much somebody gives you. You're nothing but a supervisor. It's not yours. It, it takes fearlessness to be first. You know, to not move with a crowd, to move alone. I stopped living according to what people wanted me to do. I started living according to what actually made me happy. If you're not happy, change your life. Allow me to reintroduce myself. The Culture Talks Podcast with your host, Carlos Stutzer. Like, I shout out to you and your podcast. Like, it's dope to, it's a year for you to really just focus in and hone in on what you want to do, what you want to bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And once you, once you do that, like, you can just explore many other opportunities and, and the bag is endless from there on out. You just got to commit to a process, be consistent, Man. get your foot in the door. And from then on out, you good, really, just as long as you don't do nothing completely stupid. But it's Man, not fact, I'm, in the, I'm in the studio right now. Hell yeah, it's got to be. And with that, and with that being said, we've already started recording. So, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies up, and gentlemen, man? it's your boy C I double Z Y. You dig live action? The Culture Talks podcast back at it again with another dope guest. And I tell you guys every week, man. I tell you every week that I drop an episode, I'm gonna come back with the fire guest. And then it's been like goddamn a year and a half, and I don't think I lied to y'all yet. I mean, if y'all think I lied to y'all, y'all can comment below. But I mean. I mean, I don't hear none of y'all Man. complaining, so. Pull out the receipts. Pull exactly. out the receipts. Exactly. We all pull out all the little highlights. I know there's gems in every episode, so y'all can't hate on nothing. But it's 5.05 p.m. Central Time, Kansas City, Missouri. We've brought another guest. And with that being said, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, my guy. What's popping, man? I go by your boy, Nose. I ain't got no double Z, Y, the D, down. I wish I've been watching your shit, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I've been on your show for a minute. I've been watching. I've been, I've been waiting to hear that shit. So it's dope to hear that shit on my <laughs> on my little episode with you. But yeah, I go by Nelson, man. You can check me out on Snap at Nelson the Boy, Instagram Nelson Music. Uh, I'll give you the spelling and shit, future reference, but because uh, there's a couple S's and stuff like that. I don't even know it for real. I just made the new Instagram because I got a new phone. I had to make all new socials actually. That's but crazy. with that being said, it, it opened up an avenue, over. huh? It didn't transfer over? <laughs> no, nah, I had to make all new socials due to the fact that, like, I had broke my one of my old phones, right? Damn. The iCloud was, like, linked to that phone number. Uh, I had, and then, like, see, like I was with Sprint, and they wasn't giving, like, they was trying to, like, hold me. So I had switched phone plans, but I had to do a new phone number to get, like, a deal on the phone. Stupid shit, bro. So, so that being said, it's like, it's actually, I know what it is. It's N-E-L-S-S and then music with two Cs. That's what it is. And Nels music. That's my gotta Instagram. Do. You you got to do what you got to do to get your platforms back, man. Cause cause here. Yeah, no, facts. And I'm I'm gonna call people, but right now it's giving me a chance to why I wasn't mad. It's giving me a chance to focus on just the people that were fucking with the music shit I was posting, cause that's really my main focus moving forward. So that's why I wasn't too fucked up about or messed up about it. So I, I need to watch my language, but like I wasn't too messed up about it due to the fact that I can hone in specifically on the people that are going to help me build my music. You know what I'm saying? So even if it's like 100 people, those 100 people are going to eventually turn into more people that know that this is what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? No, that's real. That's how I kind of look at it. You got, you got to start from somewhere. And like you said, at least you know these people are tapped in for real. That way, you know, yeah. when you post things, you know it's actually going somewhere instead of over deaf ears. So I feel that for real. And then it grows from there because motherfuckers going to share your shit if they fuck with it. And you right. know, it's going to go from there. And I'm not saying cuss all you want, but feel free to cuss, by the way. <laughs> okay, yeah, my boy, yeah. My boy, I just, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm no, no, you good, you good. I, I appreciate the respect. Um, But yeah, man, let's, let's, let's start from early on, man. Who is Nelson? Like, you know, where'd you grow up? What was life like growing up? You have any siblings? You got any family? Yeah, what, what's I got your, you. What's I got your you. ethnic background? T- talk about you, man. Run us through your history. All right, so yeah, uh, I go by Nelson, and I get that from, my name is Nelson Santana. Uh, I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican. You already know I'm going to rep that to the end, because that's why, you know what I'm saying, those are my people. Uh, I'm originally from Harlem, New York. Uh, we moved to Kansas City when I was around nine years old and then I went back and forth for like three years and then I stayed here ended up graduating from Fort Osage 
had big dreams of playing football. I was big on football, you know what I'm saying? I played for a top school in Kansas City, you know what I'm saying? I was doing my thing. Like, being a starter on that team was hard and all of that, you know what I'm saying? It was hard to do. So I, I was full of myself with football. But in the midst of that, man, I found music. And it's like I've always had music in my life because I was even in choir in high school, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I was in choir in high school. I did church choirs with my sisters. Since you asked about siblings, siblings I do have an older sister named Destiny and a younger sister named Caleb, but I did a church choir with my sister. That's how I started getting into like singing and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And then like, when I got into high school with it, it transitioned over to high school. I got into choir and I actually got a patch on my Letterman's jacket for like a choir patch. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, I fuck with stuff like that. Like I like the whole music side of shit. I'm big on that, but I do also have a son. I named my son Harlem. I named my son Harlem Santana because that's, you know what I'm saying? That's my hometown and he's home to me. That's how I put that together. You know what I'm saying? I love and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the base of things. And like like I said, I'm just really like a, a transparent person. I'm really authentic, I believe. I, I don't believe to, I'm like anyone else. And what you see is what you always go get, man. I'm just a cool, relaxed dude trying to make his way. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I love it. And 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 paying respects to 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 the culture, you know, from PR, you know, you know. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, what what is what is uh, bro saying that one song? El fucking perre fucking R. I forgot. <laughs> but be like that right there. Yo, that's my shit. But, <laughs> so, so, so speak to that. Like, what what part of your family is Puerto Rican? From what side, mom? Oh, or yeah. Dad? So and, my and, mom and, is a hundred. My mom's a hundred percent Puerto Rican. Was he from uh Savage or something? Was she from uh Harlem, New York too? You know what I'm saying? Manhattan. And then my dad is pure Dominican, 100% Dominican, but he's actually from Dominican Republic. So my mom actually had the luxury of being born in America and then raised in Puerto Rico. And then she moved back to New York when she got like a little bit older, like in the, into like school years and stuff like that. So then like uh, they actually met in New York. Hey, and then crazy thing about out? that is my dad. Um, did you let him out? Uh-uh. Oh, well, he was just outside and both doors were locked. That's the last one. But they actually met in New York. And then uh, my mom taught my dad English, bro. My mom literally taught my dad English. Ain't that some shit? Like, I think about that all the time. And it's just so crazy because, like, my dad was 22 when he came to America. I'm 24 now. So think about it. Two years ago would have been my first time in America, bro. Think about how crazy that is. Back. You know what I'm saying? Picture that, like, in nowadays, that would be even worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it would be a lot harder, like, nowadays to do it. With everything going on, being wow. somebody that don't know English here, oh, no. Wow. Oh, wow. no. That's, that, do you know the, do you know the story behind why uh, your dad ended up coming to the States? Uh, my, yeah, I actually do. My dad, like, and it's crazy, because it, it all comes back to music for me. And, and with me, like, a lot of everything I do, is gonna somehow come back to music. And that's how it's how my life has always been. But my dad was big on music, you know what I'm saying? And he he wanted to come to America because he seen Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? He seen Michael Jackson and he seen like just the style of like everything. He thought that was dope. Then he started looking into uh this is off the record, man. We we don't don't clown my pops for this. But my dad was big on, he always said that him and his friends, so picture like me and you, right? We in DR. Right. We ain't never been to America. Him and his friends used to talk about going to America and just getting a white girl pregnant, tough shit like that. Like they wanted to do shit, bro. No cat, no, no cat. I've heard like it before. That's don't that's... worry, don't worry. I've heard it before. That's but why you I feel me. But you yeah. feel me though. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like that's the type of stuff that that was. And like it's kind of crazy that like that's kind of like how he like was like man, America's got so many opportunities. There's so much other things. It's so different. And I think that's what really driven him. But I think also just like. The lifestyle down there also to like add to that, like the icing on the cake, isn't really anything that he wanted for his kids. You know what I'm saying? He told me the number one thing he said, I'm not going to have a kid in Dominican Republic. And then he went to New York with my mom. And then I was my dad's actually his first kid. And then my mom, I'm my mom's second kid, my dad's first kid. So like, that's how all of that happened. But it was really just like, I think it was all that extra stuff. Like just to tell your friends, like I went to America, I did it. But I think it was also just like getting away and giving his kids an opportunity that he knew he he wouldn't have had for himself. Right. Really. I love that. I love that. Yo, it's crazy the sacrifices our parents make. No matter how much, you know, 
beef we get into with our parents as we grow older and no matter how much you know certain things they might put us through or we might put them through at the end of the day they sacrificed a lot to raise us you know what i'm saying like and as you know right now being a new father you know like the challenges of every night every morning and like you know the responsibilities that are in your hands now that you have somebody that like is more important than you <laughs> you know what i'm yeah, saying thanks. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a real sacrifice. You know, you got to sacrifice a lot of time that you might've been wanting to spend in the studio or that you might've been wanting to spend at the club right. or that you might've been wanting to spend with your wife, whatever it might be. You gotta, you gotta sacrifice a lot and still get shit done and still get the things that you want to do done all at the same time. Yeah. So, and that's actually one of the bigger things that like me currently at that time management aspect of things, it's, it's a tough thing, man. And actually being a parent, like for those that are parents, like I'm telling you, like, it's a hard thing because it's like you like for me, my music I know is something that like if I push it to the max, I can big big level it. You know what I'm saying? Next level it, change everything for my son. But in that same sense, it's like if I'm spending all this time here and I'm not making the right moves, that's all that time was like wasted. That's time I didn't spend with my son. You know what I'm saying? And that's always in the back of my mind. So that's why when like I do stuff in the studio, I think it's made my drive even harder for music. Honestly, because it's like, I know I can't bull, bullshit with this now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I know that if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to put time into this, I can't play with it no more. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's like tapped me into a whole different like mode when I'm in a studio setting. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like big for me. So it's like, but as a parent, back to like what we said about time management, I feel for all parents out there because it, it is a big balance. And it made me do a, a step back like, damn. Like my parents really did let a lot of this, you know what I'm saying? A lot of whatever opportunities they wanted or could have had or things they wanted to do that they couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like they let a lot of that go for me. And they, like, I, I, that's why I also wanted to repay them with this, you know what I'm saying? So it goes full circle for me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, really. Almost pulled, almost pulled the computer off the charger. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, 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 my bad. But no, that's real. No, that's real. It's absolutely real. And I think like most parents, especially like just in the world in general, but I feel like a lot of creatives can connect with this, you know, like chasing something creative is everything's hard, but it's one of the hardest things because nothing's guaranteed. No matter right. how hard you work, no matter how good you are, no matter how talented you are, it's just one of those things that you can't guarantee like quote unquote success. And, you know, like people who are in this world, like you really have to have faith. You really have to have faith in yourself. You have to have faith in, you know, the operation that you're, you're putting in place. You have to have faith in your people around. You have to have faith in you. And it's, and it's, a, it's a tough route to go. But I feel like adding, adding children into the mix really adds like, you know, tenfold, uh, just like so much more purpose and why to what you're doing, you know, like everyone has their why, their purpose of why they love music or why they got intrigued by it or why they decided to chase this uh, route. But then when the child comes in the picture, you're like, I still want to do this. I still want to feed my family with through music, but I got a child now. Like this is, it's like, yo, this drive, the drive that I had before, just multiply it by 10. Cause I got somebody to like feed now. Right. And, and it brings me it brings me to a quote that I seen. It was I think it's Elon Musk. It was like, think of like a 12 month plan and try to like accomplish it within like six months or something like that. Like even if you yeah. and I, I don't know the full quote because I got to read like see it. But it's like even if you don't get to that 12 month plan within that six months, like you'll be a hell of a lot further than you were if you didn't. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like that's been sitting on my mind. And it's like I just. Now that I got a kid, it's like, okay, I'm locked in. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I get in the studio, I'm locked in. I'm like, okay, with the time frame that I'm here, I ain't going to play with it at all. And then, like, to balance it, it's like, I'm going to do my regular job, you know what I'm saying, just to provide for my kid for right now. Because at the end of the day, it's still a balance. Because, you know what I'm saying? The music aspect, when it comes to the money, I'll be dead honest. Like, because I have no reason to lie. I'm never going to lie about what I do or who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, the money income-wise isn't there. It's been a lot of me putting in money in. You know what I'm saying? It's more me investing into it right now. That's but I know I know that it's going to double back to me tenfold. You know what I'm saying? And that's just been my drive for that. And that's why, like, I don't hold any regrets when, like, I'm in the studio and I'm not with my son. Because at the end of the day, any, par any parent can vouch for this. 
every parent need a break from being with their kid all the time. You know what I'm saying? So that and that studio, I use that studio time to be still productive with what I'm trying to do while also getting my break. You know what I'm saying? I can live my life, be me for a second. You know what I'm saying? Do do what I was doing prior to having a baby because I'm never gonna like regret my son. He's the biggest blessing I've ever had. You know what I'm saying? So even if this music should go left, I still got my son. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So exactly. I love it. I love it, man. So let's Let's um let's double back to like when you first started like recording music. Like a lot of uh actually I want to double back further than that. When's the first time you start you remember writing? Like whether it's in your notepad or whether it's in your iPhone yeah. or your old Blackberry. When's the first time you remember uh, <laughs> writing some lyrics, man? Uh my first time writing some lyrics, I was actually with uh Corey Parker, <laughs> Robert Blewett from Van Horn, uh this dude named Malik Maceo from Kansas City and this dude named Flex from Kansas City. We was all together. We used to, uh, we had this little group we was trying to put together back then. I'm like 17, bro. Keep in mind, I'm like 17 years old. We had this little group we were trying to put together and it was called like Diff. We was calling it Diff and it stood for doing it for fun. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we, and then that was actually my first time like writing something and then going into a studio and like spitting it into a mic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for after that, I took like a year or two away from that because I like to keep in mind I was 17. I had just graduated high school. I ended up going to school to play football. You know what I'm saying? I tried to go play football. I was at Hutch and I was trying to play football there. You know what I'm saying? And then that that fell through. I never really got to get off the ground with football in college. So I was just like, I'm going to come back home. And then when I came back home, I hung out with my boy, Cody Langford. And we were sitting at his house one day. He had an apartment right behind uh, AMC 20. We were sitting in an apartment behind the MC20, you know those little apartments right there? Yeah, yeah. We were sitting, we were sitting in an apartment and uh he was playing beats and shit. We was just listening to music playing beats and shit. And I heard a beat and I was like, yo, like a, a flow just came to me in the midst of listening to it. You know what I'm saying? We were smoking and shit, chilling, whatever, whatever. And then in the midst of all of that, I was just like, yo, I think I could kill that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I think I could really kill that. I wrote back to it and then like, you know, and, and then like I, I kept listening to it back to myself, like rapping it to myself, even after I left there. And I actually wrote it on a piece of paper. Like, and that was actually the first and only song I wrote on a piece of paper. Like, and it's that book, it's called Bulletproof. It's actually on SoundCloud. It's called Bulletproof by Nels on SoundCloud. It's Go the first that. song I ever actually wrote on paper and like recorded it. And that's the only one I've ever done it like that. Because now I just use my iPhone, my notepads, and I just save it to my iCloud. So that way, if I ever get a new phone, I can just transfer all my music over. You know what I'm saying? So I do it that way nowadays. But like back then, I was doing, that was my first one. I did it on a piece of paper. I recorded it. Boom. And then like it sparked a new, like a new flame in me for music. You know what I'm saying? Like I always had music in my heart, but it like really sparked that, that, that drive. Like, okay, this is something I could do. And then to, to answer the second part of your question, uh, so further down the road, I've been recording. Since then, I've been recording for seven years, seven years of recording music. And to be honest with you, I'm 24 now. So let me see. I think I just scratched the surface like of what I can be as an artist. And that's, that's just how long it really takes to grow in music. You know what I'm saying? Like some people just got it. You know what I'm saying? Some people just got it like that. You know what I'm saying? Some people that just can do it. You know what I'm saying? And that's in anything. Sports. There's some people that can just do it. And there's some people that got to bro, really a lot. For real. Because the new music I'm about to drop, bro, it's nuts, bro. It's nuts. It's, a, it's, it's nuts. I can't even lie. It's funny because people forget about the, the necessity of evolution, you know, like everything requires evolution. Humans required evolution. Once we ain't look how we look now, once we didn't know how to eat how we eat now, we didn't know how to chew how we chew now, we didn't know how to walk how we walk now, like we didn't know how to, you know, we didn't know certain sports, we didn't know how to think about, we didn't know what mathematics yeah. were at some point, we didn't know what space was, like Everything that goes on in the world right now required evolution. So it comes back full circle and comes back to our internal lives, you know, like our lives for real, what we do in our day to day lives. We have to evolve day by day and it takes time. I literally just posted about this right before getting on this episode. And it's just about we have to value the process more than we value the reward. 
The reward right. can be dropping the song. The reward can be a million listens. The reward can be the the financial uh, benefits we reap from from doing having a successful track or album. But the thing that we really need to be happy about and enjoy is the process, because the process is ninety percent of life. You know, yeah, the, the reward only lasts temporarily. You know, like everyone's happy for you temporarily. You're happy for yourself temporarily, but then that wears off. Well, and now you're looking at what song can I create next? What project can I build next? What what monumental moment, what platinum song am I going to build next? You know, right. so it's like we really have to appreciate the process more than anything, because just like you mentioned right there, that's where we realize the beauty in our, 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 yeah. our growth, you know. Like J. Cole said, man, beauty in the struggle is real. And, and, and then the whole process of it, bro, it really is crazy because like, whenever I'm recording a song is when I feel the song the most. When I drop it, it's like you said, it's for like, it's temporary. It's just like, I like everybody else listening to it. But like, the, when I feel the song the most, bro, be when I'm making that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. when I'm in the stool, like in my element, like this is like what I do. This is who I am. Like that, that is different, bro. And I, and that's, that's what it's about. That's, that's when you know you doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Whenever, whenever you could do it effortlessly and you feel home with it, that's when you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And I'm chasing, and I'm chasing that, bro. And I'm gonna chase it all the way. Like I promise you, like this interview gonna be something that people look back on, bro. And they're gonna be like, damn, like you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm I'm telling you, when this pop, I'm I'm gonna be like, yo, check out my boy Collins stuff on this. I probably like that's that's the type of dude I wanna be. For right. the city, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Everybody that's ever put any interest in me, bro, I'm gonna show that love back. And I always keep those people in my mind, bro. Uh, there's not one person I forgot, bro. Like I promise. And it's like that's that, and I'm gonna chase that, bro. And I'm I'm manifesting it right now on this on this Zoom meeting. It's gonna happen. I'm telling. And, and, I'm, and I'm big I'm, on the manifestation this year, bro. It's I'm speaking everything into existence, bro. Yeah, and, I, and and the good thing is the good thing about manifestation with the individual like you is because I know you're gonna take action. Oftentimes people get stuck in the idea of manifestation, but not in the action right. of manifestation. Um, and and I see that so much. I always gotta like remind the homies, you know, like yeah, I'm manifesting this. I'm like, word, but you manifested that six months ago. I haven't seen you do nothing. You know, what right. I'm saying? Like, I haven't seen you take. Yeah, you, you can't. Yeah, you can't just think, bro. You gotta you gotta exactly. act. Exactly. And that's one thing I admire about you is you always like I see, you know, if you're not in the studio, you're sending yourself freestyling to everybody in your Snapchat. You yeah. always constantly reminding people like this is what I do. And you go, whether you listen or not, you're going to see me. You know what I'm saying? You're right. going to see me. That's like, big. I'm big on that. And that's mandatory. And I and, and it doesn't really matter if people respond or if people like it or not. You just got to make sure you in motherfuckers face until until you can't be in their face no more that's why i love this is actually my favorite quote that is this is my favorite quote where but it actually is just about football but it should apply to everything in life and it's marshawn lynch when he's in that interview and he says you know he's like i just run through a motherfucker face and run through it again and right. again and again and, and again and again, <laughs> again. And again, and, Man, to get and, that's how it's gotta be, bro. and that's how it has to be. You got to be in their face all day, every day, regardless of, of what people think. And, I, and I've seen you do that for like three, four years straight. And, you know, Man. For, for the listeners, you know, you know, it's not like me and Nelson grew up together. We know of each other, but we didn't like grow up and kicking it with the same people all the time or anything like that. But you always can admire people from afar on the consistency of their work, you know, right. and, and, you, and you can support in silence, whether that's through a kind message to them whether that's through sharing their music, whether that's through sending a track they had to somebody else, whether that's through saving, whether that's through liking, whether that's through retweeting, whatever it is, like you ain't gotta be best friends with somebody. You ain't gotta be buddy, buddy with somebody to support somebody you see chasing their dream. Um, so that was audience, go 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 support somebody. Nelson, yeah, shout out nice. to you, Nelson, shout shout out it, to you for your consistency. Um, Appreciate it, bro. But, I want to I want to I want to double back and ask you who are some of your biggest influences when it comes to music like who are some people that you really are inspired by um they don't have to be alive they don't have to be in hip hop but just in general who are some musical influences that inspire you to want to create Okay yeah so I'm I'm not one of those say I really love music you know what I'm saying and and I'm gonna always give you my honest opinion about it so like when I speak on this I can speak on this topic and like actually say like with confidence you know what I'm saying so like I'm not big on like rappers prior to when I was like born and stuff. Like I love Biggie because I'm from New York. 
I love Biggie. I understand the whole Tupac and all of that. But when it comes to like who, who inspires me, it's never really been like those people. And that, I feel like that's a cliche answer. Yeah. People are always like, but, but that's not for me. Like for me, the artist that gave me true inspiration to start writing was J. Cole. You hear me? It, it was J. Cole. J. Cole is who gave me the inspiration. Like when I heard 2014, because like I said, it's right when I graduated in 2014. When I heard 2014, uh, Forest Hill Drive with uh, J. Cole, when I heard that, bro, I was like, this is what I want to be on. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this, like, if I was going to give a message in music, this is the type of message I would want to give. And it's crazy because I feel like I'm living, I'm living what the stories he's like spoken on before. So, like, the sense of where, like, I could speak and I could spit that real shit. You know what I'm saying? The shit that he's spit now. But right now I'm in the bag where I'm playing into people's ear. So I'm in like that workout bag that doom, 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 doom. He, he, you could, you could even go back and look on what he said about that song. He needed that radio hit. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what I'm in search of right now. I'm trying to get my foot in the door with that radio hit. So I'm making all that shit that people like. I even, I'm working on a drill type beat right now, like a drill song. You know what I'm saying? So like, but J. Cole is my number one biggest inspiration. And then the people that keep me like in tune with music that keep me wanted like to keep writing and keep making dope stuff would have to be Drake, Chris Brown. Chris Brown is my number one artist overall that I listen to. So I would say Drake, Chris Brown, just because they're creative geniuses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw Troy Lanes in that mix. And people you in the comments, if y'all want to hate on me for that, go ahead. Troy Lanes is nasty, bro. He's nasty. And like, marketing wise a genius bro and i and i'm not talking about what six nine do i don't even like i don't entertain that too much i'm talking about like real marketing wise i think tory lanes is a genius bro so i i because i look at music as a whole it's not always just about music you got to see what other what other people that are on the level you want to be on you got to peep everything you know so you got to look at the whole catalog of what they do as a person because you can fact check anything nowadays you know what i'm saying so that's kind of what I'm big on. I, I, and that's why I stay in tune with those artists. But J. Cole, number one inspiration. I can say that to anybody. And I think, I think although you didn't give like the cliches from like the early 90s and stuff, I think those are a great, not that it matters what my opinion is because I, I asked you the question, but I'm just saying, right. <laughs> I'm just saying that those are quality ass choices though, for sure, for sure. Right. Um, and I like I like underground rap. I like the low key people too. Like I'm not gonna lie, I'm a big fan of YBN Corday. Well, he's just Corday now. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Corday. I love Chance. I feel like people are sleeping on Chance now. Uh, I still listen to Chance the Rapper. Like Tiller, I love Tiller, but like I, I love all of that. But really, hey, no cap though. Hey, no cap. Although I do want to interview Bryson Tiller one day. So if you hear this, no disrespect. I ain't gonna lie. I was so surprised. I saw an interview of him. I was like, wait, that's what bro sound like. Like when, when, oh, he, yeah. when he when actually he, talk, yeah, yeah. When he actually talk, I was like, "What the hell?" I mean, he's still no dope. he's still hard, he's still hard. But I'm just like, I was just like, "What in the world is going on here, bro?" And, and yeah, so, yeah sometimes ain't nobody he, got it worse than the big homie Pat though. <laughs> so if Pat, if you heard that, you my dog. You know what I'm saying? I love facts. you to death. I bought the jersey, so boy, I love you, Pat. Thanks. It's like that boy goes out there, he cold, just throwing some cold touchdowns, running, hey, he killing nasty, the lead, bro. Killing the really thing. Then he comes in and does an interview and is like, <laughs> Yeah, we ain't even gonna, we ain't even got to try. We, we ain't even gonna entertain it. We ain't even gonna, you ain't seen Kermit, about. you don't know. Yeah, no, nah, that's hilarious. If but, you know, uh, if you know, you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, um, so how would you describe the music that you typically create? Like at least for 2020 and 2021, the music that you've been creating, how would you describe that music? Uh, you see me, this is how I'm going to describe my music at all times. Cause I, I think I can fit the mold to any genre. I don't really genre myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm writing songs in all aspects. So like for me, I don't see myself as a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely an artist. Like, I got singing songs. I got love songs. I got all of that. Like, so really, I've just been honing in on all my true skills that I have. And the music you can expect from me moving forward is going to be everything that, like, everyone wants to hear with the twist of my, my sauce. You know what I'm saying? With my drip on it. 
Cause like I I pick beats that mumble rappers would pick, but I'm spitting. You can hear every word. Right. You can hear all the cadences. You can hear all the flows, all of that. So I I can't really genre myself or put myself in like uh what it could sound like or what it's gonna sound because it's gonna sound like so many things to so many different people. Cause I I'm not sticking to one genre or sticking to one sound. You know what I'm saying? I'm playing with it all right now because I feel like I got one of them voices that. It can, it can do a lot more than just stick to one sound. You know what I'm saying? So like right now, I would say I'm in that, just to give you an artist to kind of base it off of, like I'm in that, I could do, I'm in that the baby type mix, like mix right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm on that, the shit with bop in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing shit with some bop in it right now. You know what I'm saying? So shit that hitting, because like shit about to open back up or whatever. So like, I'm trying to put that club music together. You know what I'm saying? That, that shit, you can go out there and feel yourself uh, you know what I'm saying? And then when it come around to that summer, I'm going to get into my, my singing bag, that summertime fling shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you, the shorty you only going to fuck with in the summer type shit. Like, that's the type of bag I'm going to be in on that type of way. So, yeah, that's why uh, it's hard for me to answer that question in one way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and you know, I, it really I, is. I can, I can appreciate that. At the end of the day, I feel like that's the type of artist that most people really enjoy because they never get tired of yeah. them throughout the year. Like, cause they always, hit, they, they always hit the, hit the vibe for the time that's necessary. Like I know there's a lot of artists that I don't listen to. Yeah. They just don't fit the vibe that I desire at that moment, you know? And so, so I think it's important to be diversified in your sound and, and be authentic with it. And, you know, like you said, you come from a Puerto Rican, Dominican background, grew up a little bit, nice. in grew up in Kansas city. You're, you appreciate, you know, these, these other artists you are inspired by these more new, new 2010s lyric, lyrical artists. So you're being influenced by so many different, you know, situations that your sound is going to be diverse and I can appreciate that. Right, my bad. I had to let this dog out. Hey, but no, yeah, I appreciate you saying that, bro. I definitely appreciate you saying that, though, because that's really all I want to do, bro, is just stay relevant. You know what I'm saying? I want to keep all of all, all my sounds. I want to have them ready. So whenever whenever I see, like, you, you can get on, you know, at, like, you can get on Instagram and, like, see what people are feeling. You can get on Snapchat and see the kind of vibe. Like, like for instance, right now, the snow cleared up. And it's sunny out. And nobody's trying to hear no sad, depressing music. Right, so the shit right, I'm about to right. drop now is going to be that hitting stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right, and then wait right. till that, like, because it's kind of crazy. Like, everybody kind of moves in, like, a pattern. You, you can kind of see it. So tre- trends are real. You know yep. what I'm saying? Trends are a real thing. If, if you're doing anything entertainment-wise, if you're not following or kind of trying to grasp the trend, I'm not saying you got to swagger jack the trend or do it but if you're not understanding like the grasp of the trend then you're gonna fall short every year you know what i'm saying Absolutely. i feel like you're gonna fall short every year simply because right now it's all about trends no matter who you got to think about who the audience really is you know what i'm saying the audience ain't just your boys it ain't just uh, it ain't just the girls that's around you you know what i'm saying it's not that's not the whole audience you gotta think about the kids that are gonna be watching you know what i'm saying even if it's not content that they're supposed to be listening to, bro, people make it bread off of that, bro. It don't like absolutely the entertainment absolutely. industry. It does not matter, bro. They you do not care. Up. They do not care for loving your life. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not. It's not our jobs to keep control of what kids are doing. You know what I'm saying? That's their parents' job. But kids have access to everything, and you also got the old heads that try to keep up. So you gotta you gotta follow all of that. You know what I'm saying? Because there might be a day where that them old heads could be where your trying to pop, you know what I'm saying? They could put you, plug you in somewhere else, but then you need that younger crowd, like the, the people our age, you know what I'm saying? That would, that listen to more like that shit with bopping it, that they want to go out and kick it. Cause that's the kind of era we in right now. You know what I'm saying? Like with our age group, we trying to figure ourselves out. We trying to turn up, be with our friends. COVID just had everybody fucked up. So my main focus right now is going to be just music that's just hitting. And that's just me paying attention to what's going to trend. And like, you can kind of anticipate trends, you know what I'm saying? You can kind of see where they're going. So like, that's kind of where I'm at with that kind of side of it. No, that's real. That's real. I, my, 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 one of my OGs, one of my mentors always told me, take trends and monetize them. Like, yeah. Take trends, make money off of it. Like, that's what you do. Like, whatever's trending at the moment, 
um, whether whether that whether that's like the type of content you post, whether that's the type of music you release, whether that's um, the marketing style you use to bring people into your life insurance company, whatever it is, look at the trends and then and then monetize off of it. If a certain song is popping, like you know, what I'm saying, we, the whole business business uh, sector of TikTok is utilizing hip hop songs that other people are talking to to make business content too because it's trending. So it's like it, right. it sure is like. If Shorty's like um, doing the the silhouette challenge or something, instead of them, Man. instead of some dude coming out like undressing and everything, he come out with <laughs> psych. Y'all thought make sure you go get your life insurance from Jack's life insurance. Come holla at us, you know what I'm saying? But that's hey. monetizing off a trend. That's, yeah, because people, that's lever- people exactly that's leveraging a trend and 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 benefiting benefiting off of it. So I'm glad you 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 shared that. A lot of artists need to pay more attention to that for sure. Yeah. I- and, and like I said, and like nothing we said is saying do exactly what the right. trend is. You, you know make it your own. You, you're saying, yeah, you got to take what it is and apply it to what you do and then add your, your, your drip to it. Or because everybody, you got to think everybody's trying to do something like that you're doing, no matter, no matter what it is. There's yeah. somebody out there trying to do that same thing. So what are you going to do to make it different? You feel me? And I feel like that's big. Cause think about it. There's like a 50 million ways to Dougie, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 50 million ways. To, bro, what 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 way of your Dougie is gonna show us that you crispy at doing it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like what what like that? And that's like the dance to your own beat. It's like listen to what people ear is tuning into. Add your drink and make it ten times bigger. It's all that's my goal. You know what I'm saying? So that, and that should be anybody's goal that is. In entertainment, you know, what I'm saying that, and and I think that's big, and and this is the year for entertainment. Like I said, like it really is. It, it's crazy, I love especially it. this city, Kansas City is about oh, yeah. to go. It's about to go bananas, bro. Give us, it's I mean, give us, give us, give us a, a few more years. We about to go absolutely bananas, it's man. It's we in the right age group for it. You know what I'm saying? For when it pops, we in the perfect little. We fit right in that pocket, bro. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. If you could, um, so so I want you to think about the music industry right now, and I want you to give me an answer to this question. If you could change anything in the music industry right now, what would you change? And of course, at the end of the day, we realize we, that we don't have control over that. But if you did, you know, hypothetically, what would you change? Hmm. I mean, let me ponder on that for like yeah, one second. Ponder on it. Ponder on it. If I while, say, you, while you ponder on that, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys are commenting, liking, sharing, and leaving five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as that's the only way the Culture Talks podcast can grow. Make sure you're following all the guests that you listen to on here because the whole point of this podcast is to provide a platform to get these young people out here or old people that are interview more attention that they deserve. So make sure y'all doing that, man. Back to Nels. <laughs> I, I got it too. Perfect timing. I, one thing I wish I could change about music, which it, it's kind of a double-edged sword because I'm I'm gonna have to play into it eventually. But one thing I wish I could change about music is I wish the actual music was solely what mattered. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the hottest artist was the hottest artist because he's actually making the hottest hits. You know what I'm saying? Because like you got people like. And it sucks because it's like, and I feel like any artist that really makes good music would feel this to a certain point. It sucks seeing like people like 6ix9ine, right? He's great at marketing. Some of his music hit, but he's only going to give you that one sound and you're never going to learn anything from what he does. You know what I'm saying? You, You can only follow him. You know what I'm saying? You can never learn from, you can only follow what he does. So it's like, I wish the whole, what you look like and what you like all that extra shit that plays into it i wish that never really mattered to people i wish it was solely the music and what that what that person's visions are like i look at music videos and like i remember when the music video used to solely be about that person's vision of that song you know what i'm saying that brought that vision to life now it's like you see people like the shit where he threw meek mill in the video like the music really ain't about nothing no more and i wish it would go back to actually have a meaning right. you know what i'm saying because yeah. back like back when the person that had hits like think about michael jackson when he was dropping hits 
he was making meaningful music. And that's why he had the number one song. You know what I'm saying? I wish go back to that. Right. And and I think um I think that's so real because it's so, you know, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be the guy that says, you know, fuck your excuses, just keep hustling. But I right. do believe I do believe that it is true that there are so many super talented artists that aren't getting the looks they need because they don't fit the look. Right. They, they don't, don't fit they don't, they don't yeah. fit the desired image of the industry. So they might be it might be a clean cut, nerdy, you know, kid or something like that who spits ridiculous bars and great music, but they're just super antisocial and they're they dress regular. They dress like Jake from State Farm and like, you know, right. <laughs> and the industry and the industry just is like, nah, sorry. But yeah. the dude is like one of the hardest out there, but they just don't give them attention because they don't rap about or sing about what they think it needs to be the industry standard. And that's why we gotta create. That's why at the end of the day, you just got to create your own lane and and, right. and 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 your audience will find you. And I think one thing that a lot of people noticed during the pandemic and uh, is that you don't need to be famous to be rich. Like you don't need right. to. I mean, like at the end of the day, if someone desires to be the if someone desires to be on Drake level, I understand if you desire that much fame. Cool. But if you're just trying to be successful off your music, you do not need to fit into the industry standard you do not need to anymore you used to but anymore you do not need to fit into the industry standard you don't need to get signed to a big ass label you don't need to be like having million dollar sellout shows like you can make six to seven figures a year by just finding your lane finding your audience and catering to them with the with the advent of yeah go ahead my bad, my bad. Which brings me to uh, something I seen today, actually, before uh, I got on this podcast with you. Uh, Russ was talking about how the reason why he's really a top-selling artist and you, he's not an artist that everyone talks about, but he's still a top-selling artist, is because his catalog is so big that his his fan base is so real because of that catalog. And he was saying that, like, uh, he makes music you can actually, like, live through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and he just found his own way of, lane of doing that. And I think that's what I'm in search of right now is like making music that I know people can like and and any type of emotion they have, they can find a song of mine that fits it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what separates all of that. That's the type of artist I'm striving to be. I'm not really in it for that, the biggest fame. I just want to make enough money to, to feed my family good. You know what I'm saying? Financial freedom. I ain't got to work for nobody no more. I'm chasing that. But really, like, I, I want to have that catalog that, like, I could touch people. That's that's really what I'm in it for. Mm-hmm. I want to touch people with my music, bro. And right now, it's like I'm in a tough spot with it because, like, I'm making the music that I know everyone wants to hear. But it's like uh, I know the music I want to make, but I know I can't make that yet. I'm still making it, but I'm, I'm kind of putting it in the boat because, like, my name ain't popping like that, like that. I got some buzz. Cause like I really still got people, bro, that hit me up like, yo, I still listen to this, or yo, I still listen to your old SoundCloud, or like, bro, I still slap so dumb on 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 your Apple. Like, I still I still generate views, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm not too worried about that, but it's like I know to take it to that next level. What I have to do is like what I'm about to do. I'm not gonna speak too much on it because y'all gonna see, man, when y'all tap in on my socials, y'all go see what I'm about to do because it's about to go nuts. I'm still excited for it though because it's still me. It's still my mind creating it. So it's like, I still have fun. I'm not knocking it or nothing, but it's like, just wait till like, I can't wait to show everyone my growth in music. You know what I'm saying? I really can't. Like whenever, I don't know what the end goal is for me yet because I don't ever want to stop making music. You know what I'm saying? I love that. I don't know what the, I just can't wait to see my growth as I keep going. And I think the energy you have right there is like what's going to be like distinctive in your future is you're actually excited about it. You're joyful about it. Like this is something that you really want to go far and that you really like love and you and you you enjoy and you want and you're excited to see how people, you know, are receptive to it. And when when people are excited about what they do, they're way more likely to succeed, man. Yeah, man. And it's it's dope because like I've I've actually managed to. uh reach out to different people like as of lately people that i didn't even know really fuck with my music and they like they hit me up like bro i could see you making it bro like i don't know how you're not on yet and it's like it's good to hear that 
because like I know that like they actually listening to what I'm saying right and they giving it a chance you know what I'm saying and how I've been doing that and this is like uh my bad my phone even once say my phone percentage thing came down to 10 percent but like this is one thing advice that I would give to any artist that's making music right now in Kansas City what I've been doing lately is I've been taking snippets of my music right and I'm I'm not I'm not doing all the music videos that I'm about to drop music videos I've been taking snippets of it and then like I'd span it out over two days. I try to keep like in every two days, I try to post at least a snippet of something. So it's like, damn, I can't wait to hear that. People are like, damn, I can't wait to hear that. Cause then now I got people in my DMs like, bro, when you dropping that? And it anticipates my whole drops and everything I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So like if you make music, I would I would stay on top of like keeping people hyped about their music your music keeping people interested it's like you are you got to keep people intrigued man you have to that's like that's big and that's find your and to take that and run with it yeah that's all i always tell people man you got to build hype like when 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 people are silent when especially in music especially in music like if you just don't post for like seven months then all of a sudden you drop something First off, no disrespect, but remember that you're not fucking Kendrick Lamar, okay? You can't do that right. right now. You're at the beginning of your career. You can't disappear for seven months, drop a track, it goes platinum because people are so hyped. That's not where yeah. you're at in your career right now. When you're yeah. growing, you need to constantly be building hype, be building, you know, desire. You need to constantly be keeping people's ears and eyes open and, uh, like around what you're doing so that when you come out here and you drop your project, people have been waiting and they're like, oh, this is that track I've been waiting to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like you're saying right there, like like people are peeping on the story. Wow, that was a bar. I can't wait to hear that full song. But you don't drop it for two months. You build the hype. They dr You drop it. And now you got a consistent listener because they've been waiting for that. But and me for me, I'm I've been doing it because like I'm about to drop a song in two weeks. You know what I'm saying? And then like I'm gonna drop another song two weeks after that. Like I've built my arsenal up enough to where I could do that now. You know what I'm saying? So like and and that's big too. Like if you do take those breaks, if you ever make feel sure as working. you need those breaks, <laughs> make sure within those breaks you draw you you create enough to where you don't have to take another one of those breaks you know what i'm saying yep. so within those breaks make enough to where you don't have to take another one of these breaks again because i i'm coming off of my only break i've ever taken in music you know what i'm saying i, I took I, I took seven months off and that's because like i was getting used to being a father right so now that I got that down, I needed that little break because I was forcing my music. I felt like I was, I had got to a point where like, I felt like I was just cramming, 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 trying to play into to too much, too much of everybody instead of just selecting big groups that I know I can hit. You know what I'm saying? And then just focusing and making music for those certain situations. And that's kind of where I'm putting myself in. It's like, okay, I got a music for these situations. I got music for these situations. I got music for these situations now. And I did that in that time span that I wasn't recording. I was still writing every day, writing every day, playing beats in my like my house when my son fall asleep, playing throw a beat on downstairs, writing, 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 going crazy. So now I'm so stocked up with verses, bro, that I I don't plan on taking no more breaks. I'm ready to I'm ready to put my foot on the gas because, like I said, the year of entertainment, man, I'm taking full effect, bro. I'm not bullshitting this year. Like I am not bullshit like i cannot i can't afford no more breaks because i know this is something i can do you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. I, it's not like i'm talking like it's something i think i can do this is something i know i can do you feel me and that's just the difference and that's big difference on a lot of people you got to know that you can do it you know what i'm yeah, saying you can't once you know nobody can stop you bro it's just about action. taking action but if you constantly confuse within, then anytime somebody has net something negative to say to you it's gonna throw you down a drain because you don't even believe in yourself so right. that, that's that, that's definitely real. And I've, hey, and and funny you say that because I've had people tell me like, "Yo, yeah, I don't fuck." Of course. Fuck. Of and course. you know what I do? I'll be like, I tell them people, I'll be like, "Yo, that's good looks." You know what I'm saying? Thank you for being honest. At least I know you was honest. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's no. and, and and you won't you won't get with the, with the entertainment. You won't get a million no's. You gonna get a million no's before you get the yes that make you feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And that's just real shit. That's fact. That's just real shit. You know what I mean, man? I like I said, I stay, I stay in the vibe. The studio. <laughs> he said, I keep the vibes correct. Vibe. 
<laughs> another gem that if you don't mind me dropping for them, another gem, keep yourself surrounded with like-minded people or you are gonna fall short. I promise you, I spent a lot of time around people who are not like-minded. And it's like, how, how am I gonna be focused on music if the three motherfuckers I'm always around don't make music? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't do nothing with music besides listen to mainstream artists. I'm not that mainstream artist. Yet. I'm, 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 I'm trying to get there, but it's like, how can I get there if I'm sitting in the car with people who are not inspiring or aspiring to be what I am, like what I, what, what I know I am. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like I said, I, was, I keep saying I know because I'm manifesting it. Like, hey, I, I am this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, Keep yourself around people who are gonna keep you doing what you wanted, like you know you need to be doing. Exactly. It's my my main thing I would want to say to anyone that watches this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Anyone watching this podcast, keep yourself around people that you know what I'm saying. Like I see you making moves with people like your boy. You go, you went to uh, the Grand Canyon. I just drove. You know what I'm saying? And you, I'm sure you got content from out there. You and you, you only make that possible because you're around somebody. Who's like-minded? They understand what you're trying to do. Your boy that you make your uh, your t-shirts with, the VOV shirts. You know what I'm saying? The you, the you wouldn't have made that around somebody who doesn't have that like mind. You know what I'm saying? You you wouldn't have created that like in that the same way that it happened. It wouldn't have. Ha- I'm not sure the full story of how y'all did it. And I, you should drop a video about all of that soon. You know what I'm saying? With uh, with you and your boy, y'all should do a video like that would be dope. But I'm not sure exactly how all of y'all did that. But like it wouldn't have happened. I'm sure without like-mindedness you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely percent true only way you know it's the it's the cliche uh it goes back to like there's a hell of cliche quotes in the world that people don't actually apply to their life and they're but the but they're but the quotes are cliche for a reason they're cliche because they caught on and they're real and they're right. said con, they're said consecutively and consistently so it's like you know they say they say show me your five closest friends and i'll show you your future and it's like, bro, that's so real. Like, if your five closest friends is Man, birds of a feather flock together. Exactly. Like these are cliche, and people kind of just brush them off their shoulder when they hear it, but they need to embrace it and they need to apply it to their life. Yeah. So I'm glad, you, I'm glad you said that. I got two final questions for you. Because if you don't, life life will show you it. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, life will show you it. You know what, what I'm saying? Fast. It'll sit your ass down. It'll show you it. You know what I'm saying? That's it will. Facts. That's major facts. Yeah, man. Like God, God don't play no games. He's gonna show you real fast if you don't. At all, bro. <laughs> he gonna man, show you he ruthless fast. with it too. You hear me? And he ruthless with it too. It be it be the point. It be the shit that you don't expect. It just pop out of the blue. You be like, damn, I should have been. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't want to be in those. I should have been or I could have been situations, bro. You don't. Never. You know never. what I'm saying? You really don't. You don't, man. Um. So I want to ask you. If you could collaborate with anybody right now, it doesn't have to be, it can be somebody that's, you know, popping already, or it can be somebody local. It can be anybody. If you could collaborate with any, let's say three people right now, who would they be? And we're talking about uh, three, three, three people. Yeah. Uh, okay. So for, I'll give you three people and I'll, and I'll tell you why too. And, and I won't drag it out. So the number one person I would want to work with is Chris Brown. Just because I grew up listening to Chris Brown, he's a big inspiration of mine in my music too, and like I, I think I like I like real hip hop R and B. Like I'm a big fan of R and B. My dad is, you know, what I'm saying my dad's big on R and B, and to me, Chris Brown is the biggest R and B artist to me, and that's my personal opinion. So boom, I would want to do one with Chris Brown. I would want to do one song with Jay Cole, just because bar for bar wise, that's my favorite bar for bar rapper. And I like that. I like bar for bar music. You know what I'm saying? So I would love, I think me and J. Cole would go nasty on the song. You know what I'm saying? And then my third person would be Tech Nine. And the reason I say Tech Nine is because being from Kansas City, I would want to showcase my skills next to his. You know what I'm saying? On that scale. I would love to showcase my skill next to Tech Nine's on that scale. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I I know even though he's a different type of rapper, I, I got confidence that I can spit to anything. So it's like, I feel like I could be, I feel like I want to see if I can hang with him in, in this city on that scale. That's why I would want to make a song with him. I like that. I like that. 
All right, brother. It's your last day on earth, right? Okay. You lived it till 110 years old. You've done everything you've wanted to do. You've succeeded in the music industry. You've done, you've fed your family. You've, uh, you've left, you know, uh, a good legacy, but all that has to go with you to the next world that you go to once you pass away. But your grandchildren are sitting at your feet in front of you. And the last thing you leave with them is all they have. So what quote or what not, not what quote, what are you going to tell them about how to live life? And this is the last thing they're going to remember you for. You give them one piece of uh, advice this, on how this, to live life. This, and this I has always been how I viewed life, what I'm about to tell you. And, and it sparked in me whenever I was in middle school. In middle school, I was a really chubby kid, like super chubby. I was, I was always made fun of. And I had got to that point of like where I thought, why the fuck am I here? Like, why am I on the planet? You know what I'm saying? What, what's my purpose here on this planet? Like, I don't understand none of this shit. And I was in middle school. So I always felt like I was made fun of. I felt less of myself. There, I hit, there was one point in me, bro. I don't, I don't remember exactly like the day. But like there's a point in me, bro, I was I woke up one day and I was like, no matter what happens in this lifetime, I want to be able to say that I was me a thousand percent to the fucking max all the time. You know what I'm saying? So my advice to and to my grandkids would be just be whoever you see yourself being, no matter what the fuck world throws at you. And and by by that I mean your parents, all of that. Cause like your parents can can play a big part in how you view yourself because like kids grow up wanting that acceptance from their parents, you know what I'm saying? And so it's something that you always want as you grow. And it's like, I, I, I kind of let go of all of that in middle school. And it was like, I'm not here to, to get acceptance for anyone. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to just be me. If you fuck with it, you fuck with it. If you don't, oh, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that would be my advice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's the best way to live, man. Just just be you to the fucking max. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no ain't no problem with being you because the way I look at it, can't no you you can't wake up tomorrow and be me. You know what I'm saying? Right. You you can't do it. The next motherfucker that watched this video, he can't do it. The people in the comments, no matter what they think about me, they can't wake up and be me. But I know that I live me to the fucking fullest today. You know what I'm saying? I could go to sleep, and if today was my last day, I knew I lived it to the fullest today. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was me in front of everybody I encountered. I didn't hide it. That that would be my my greatest advice. It's just be you at all times because it's gonna catch to somebody. And if it don't, fuck it. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Fuck I, love it. I love it. I love it so much, man. I think I think one thing that a lot of people have, you know, in in common in regards to guests that have came on the show is we need to be ourselves. We need to be ourselves. We, yeah, need to be, sure. we need to be as authentic as possible. And that's the only way we can be happy, man. Anything else besides that is just... The world gonna hate you either way. Right. Like, if they want to hate you, they gonna hate you The world gonna hate either way, man. Yeah. They gonna hate you either way. Even if you even if you do whatever the... They, somebody gonna hate you either way. Might as well be you, bro. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. No matter who you are, no matter what your situation is, man, fuck that, bro. Just be you. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Just thug it out. If you woke up today, you you actually posted it on your Instagram today. If you woke up today, you can see, you can hear, you can move around, you can taste, you can do, you, you have no reason to not be just being yourself and just tackling the, you have no reason at all. You know what I'm saying? And you posted that today. You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy that we're talking about it now. You have no reason to not be you to the fullest. There's God gave you everything you need right now to just be you to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? All you got to do is accept it. You know what I'm saying? Just be you. Absolutely. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the Culture Talks listeners, I know, yes. I know, and I hope, but I know that you guys enjoyed this conversation today with our boy Nels. Um, before we head out of here, I need you to drop your social media, spell everything out for them and, uh, let them know where they can find your music and then, uh, we'll log off. I got you. So my name again is Nels. I go by Nels. That's my stage name. I make music. You can actually find all of my music on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Just type in dive in by Nels and it'll take you straight to all of my links on music. If you try to tap in with my music side and then if you want to just get to know me, my Instagram is Nels Music. 
and that's N-E-L-S-S, and then M-U-S-I-C-C. And then my Snapchat is where I, I post all my little gems, all my little snippets. You, I mostly post them on Snap because that's where a lot of my fan base is right now. So add my Snap at Nelson the Boy, and that's D-A-B-O-I. And then N-E-L-S is my name, Nelson, man. And thank you for having me. If you're not tapped in with my boy, you are asleep, man. This is going to be one of the hottest podcasts in Kansas City. And if you're not tapped in, you are asleep. My boy got good topics for y'all, man. So keep tapping in. Hey, that's the new commercial. <laughs> you heard me? I you watch my ID. But we having me, bro. That's love, bro. I really do. That I love that 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 whole convo felt. You know what I'm saying? It's real, and that's what I like about what you do. You know what I'm saying? You can tell that it's just real. You feel me? So again, thank you for having me, my boy. That shit was dope. Hell yeah! Hey, dope. ladies and gentlemen, go listen, follow, support, and with that being said, it's thank your you, boy. Thank you, T C T C I double Z Y. Sabuzi, why you?